0: Thank you to our new patrons, Chris, Zach, Parker, Rachel Trout, and Hunter Gross. You are the pepperoni on our pizza. To
1: support Book Reviews Kill and access deleted scenes and exclusive full-length content, click on the link in the description for this
0: episode. Hello, and welcome to Book Reviews Kill, a podcast about fantasy, sci-fi, and horror novels. I'm Chad. And I'm Evan. And you are listening to the Monday Morning Minute. And this week in
1: fictional news, author Pierce Brown has announced the sixth book in his Red Rising series entitled Lightbringer. The highly anticipated <laughs> entry will be released on May 2nd, 2023. The announcement from Brown included news that book six will not be the last in the Red Rising saga. A seventh book will follow a few years after book six drops. According to Brown, he had to scrap over 200 pages of the original draft for book six, saying he chose the wrong damn path, which explains
0: the delay. All right, so that is really, really awesome news. I mean, there's so many words in the dictionary, and not to mention this is fantasy, so you can make up words and Lightbringer? Really? (laughs) 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 Come on!
1: I mean, maybe it's just that maybe it had to be the name. I guess so. I didn't know why he did that. Uh, Maybe maybe it wasn't his call. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe he's like, I thought of it years ago, and I will not be derailed. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm sure it's going to be really great. I still haven't read Iron Gold or Dark Age. I've only read read Red Rising, uh, the first initial trilogy. But I held off because someone told me that the cliffhanger for Dark Age is really intense. And I just didn't want to deal with that pain so i put it off but that means um whatever plans we had for next year for reading stuff on the podcast i think we're probably gonna have to read red rising on the podcast now like all six of them
0: we should probably just do it i would be so down it's been years since i read the original three and like you i've only read the three and those would be so much fun to do on here yeah there's a good story, and, and I got pretty emotionally invested in the characters, too. Like, I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, and there's a seventh book coming out. Like, We were all pretty sure it was only going to be
1: like this sixth and final book for this trilogy. We didn't know it was going to keep going, so, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I don't know where it's going to go. I don't know if it's still a Darrow story. I mean, I imagine
0: it is. Probably so. Yeah, that is really exciting. I, uh, I'm, I'm totally down with more of that series to come out. More Darrow. What have you been up to this week? Um, I finished Desperation. Which was pretty
1: good. It was just like was super long, and um, that's your Stephen I, King book of yeah, this month. Yeah, um, it was. It was almost seven hundred pages. Whoa. Yeah, and it was. Uh, it's kind of an exhausting read. I mean, it started off super strong, really interesting. So lots of action, lots of mystery, and then it was just kind of one of those things where, as the mystery started unfolding, it got less and less interesting to the point where the mm-hmm. ending fell kind of flat, and I don't know. I mean, I'm glad I read it. Um, I think there were some really cool lines in there and some some, a couple of really good characters, obviously. I mean, there's good characters in every Stephen King book. But yeah, eh, it was just meh. I think I was coming hot off the heels of Christine and I really liked Christine.
0: Yeah, you were really into that one. Uh, Just kind of one of those mysteries that was better a mystery. Yeah,
1: no, I don't want to like give any spoilers away because it's it's definitely worth a read. It's just I, I don't know, like late, like mid to late 90s and early 2000s. Stephen King is just not really my jam. Like the Green mm. Mile is pretty good. But anyway, um, it was it was all right. I mean, I'm going to read The Regulators next month because it's like a companion book written
0: by Richard Bachman. It's the next month's going to be a not Stephen King, Stephen King book. Oh, do you not know about Richard Bachman? No. Really? I, no, I don't. Oh, wow. Uh, I mean, I'm um, not a Stephen King buff. Right, so. totally.
1: Um, yeah, for you and uh, all our listeners that don't know, uh, Stephen King was writing under a different uh, pen name called Richard Bachman.
0: Oh, why? Stephen King is such a cooler name.
1: Uh, so I think the reason for it was so that he could write more books because he had a bunch of them and his publisher was just like, dude, you can only, you can't do like two books a year. Like we got, we got to space this out. I don't like
0: know. rarity or something. Rarity is like value or something.
1: I mean, I don't even know if that's like the main reason he was doing it. I think also he wanted to know whether or not people were buying because he started doing it like in the, I think either late seventies or early eighties. Oh, uh, he wanted to
0: see it my good or people buying the name. Right.
1: Um, sure. And it's funny because there is a review somewhere out there that says it's a review of a Richard Bachman book and it says Stephen King wishes he could write like this. author. <laughs> <laughs> this is really funny yeah like richard bachman wrote uh i think the long walk is richard bachman thinner um the
0: regulators so how long was he Richard? i feel like this should have been the fun factors what is the <laughs> this is a good one i thought everybody
1: knew that it's like pretty common knowledge
0: yeah oh, sorry. i mean yeah probably but that's probably i mean kind of defeats the purpose so when did everyone figure out that he is um, richard bachman and did he keep writing Asked richard bachman after that point
1: No cuz uh in the in the author notes for uh the regulators i think it says that richard bachman died in uh, 1985 What I don't know yeah it's <laughs> it, and i think that uh i read like this weird little snippet something king wrote where he was basically like it was getting weird there for a second for me cuz i had like thought up this entire he loves like thinking up backstories for characters and he's like i oh, so thought he did, like this a whole, whole person right <laughs> he like, created this whole other person and he's like which one am i <laughs> he didn't write that many books under richard buckman but re- the regulators is one of them and i think it's um a lot of the same characters from desperation but in a completely different situation they don't even know each other or anything huh. just the same names and same people but i don't know Ooh. i've heard it's worse than desperation but i'm kind of hmm. i'm kind of committed to this one stephen king book a month thing
0: right you just got to keep pumping them out what would be really cool though if is if he were to write a book about richard bachman like a story that's like pretending to be like a real story about richard's life and like how he lived and died and stuff that'd be kind of sweet
1: i mean uh he really does like writing about writers so I, yeah. I mean i wouldn't put it past him at all yeah that'd be rad and i'm also uh oh i'm reading this book right now called uh, the devourers i just started it last night it's by a writer named indra das um I think it's his first book but it's really cool so far. It's about a scientist that's uh, in Calcutta, India who meets a half werewolf. The half werewolf kind of like tells him this story and apparently the scientist um goes and investigates like a a tribe out in the in the wilderness that has been half werewolves for a while like deep in India. It's supposed to be a really a kind of creepy I don't, the, the writing is so the whole really tribe good. is
0: half where, yeah,
1: and they're all living out just like in the some kind of remote area in rural. Interesting. India. And it's written
0: from their perspective.
1: No, it's written from the scientist's perspective. Oh, okay. Um, I'm, I'm really into that. Uh, I'm almost done with the Hod King. We're going to do our episode about that tomorrow. You already finished it, yeah, right? Are. I did, yeah. Oh, I started watching that show uh Ooh look at you Mr. Show. I know. I'm, on I'm a so roll. proud of you. You've really been hitting it, bro. Uh I started that show The Dragon Prince. Some of the people that worked on Avatar the Last Airbender worked on it. Oh, it's animated, right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, on Netflix. okay. There's like 3 seasons of it. I watched the first 2 episodes and it's it's pretty good. It's uh okay. I looked on Reddit and a bunch of people said it gets way better. Uh, towards okay. like the second and third season. And usually I'm not really one to like wade through something bad to get something to get to something good. But I mean, right. these episodes are super short and there's only like eight or nine episodes per season. So I mean, it's good. It's not it's not bad by any means. It's like it's a little cringy, but in in like a fun it's kind of like uh, did you ever watch the like the I think it was on BBC. I can't remember. But the that show Merlin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like that where it's I mean, it is a little cringy, but it's really good like good it's like um cozy cringy right there's a few
0: yeah i want to make a t-shirt exactly that says cozy cringy on it cozy cringy yeah. <laughs> cozy
1: cringe that should be a whole genre that should cozy be our cringey. podcast yeah, genre
0: already is a genre <laughs> cozy cringe
1: yeah this i mean um the animation's really good i think they're doing like 12 frames per second so it's even fewer wow. frames than regular anime does so it looks weird it's very choppy but the art is really good. I think the voice acting is pretty good. Uh, the actual writing is—I <laughs> don't know. Just, some of the jokes are falling flat and stuff, but some of them are kind of landing already, and that's pretty good.
0: Um, I like the lore. I don't know I'm gonna—I'm gonna keep watching it.
1: They're—they're they're such short episodes.
0: Yeah, I know what you mean with uh, cozy, cringy though, that, and especially that Merlin show. That was—that's a, a good example.
1: It's like one of those shows that you just man, you wanted
0: to be so much better.
1: But it's cool because it could be so much worse. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. I think I just wanted something because I'm I'm coming off of finishing Stranger Things, which I I don't know if we talked about. Did we talk about that that I finished all of it?
0: I don't think we talked about you finished it, but we definitely knew we were you were watching it. Oh yeah, I watched the last
1: yeah I watched the last episode of Stranger Things and, and um. I think I think you ought to watch it so that we can talk about it. Uh, We don't necessarily have to do a whole episode on it, but I just um, I
0: I have a lot of thoughts about season four. Write them down. I
1: don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, I don't want to spoil anything. I'm
0: going to start at season one with my roommate probably this week. And so it's going to be a minute, but I don't want I don't want to miss out on your juice. So write it down. I
1: think we it's not my favorite season. Season one is my favorite season of Stranger it's Things. Very good. Oh my god, it's amazing. Um, but I like season three quite a bit too. I think my, the way I would rank it is like season one, and then season three, and then four, and then two. That's kind of like how I would rank it. Okay. And they're all. I mean, but that being said, they're all really excellent. I mean, it's such a good show. It's just the fourth season felt like they kind of. I feel like they kind of hit the roof on like having uh, multiple storylines going on. There was just a lot happening. It kind of suffered from that uh, i don't know if you've noticed this in tv shows or even books sometimes where there's so many different threads of storylines and you know you can't have like two things happening at once on the screen right they tried that with 24 and it didn't work (laughs) um but but it's like you can't have two like (laughs) so (laughs) i love 24.
0: me too my (laughs) parents were so into Twenty Four. they would like invite me over for 24 nights and like so
1: super off super on its own tangent but did you know that they started filming 24 before the September 11th attacks like they had the counterterrorism unit and stuff yeah and i think they had to refilm some of it because uh, they I had mean, the towers in there or something and uh i mean maybe but like um i just thought it was really funny because it's like on that day a really horrible sad day everybody was really upset except probably the main crew at 24 who was like we're like we're going to be so rich we nailed it <laughs> Oh, man, that's kind of morbid. Uh, but yeah, um, uh, Stranger Things is definitely very, very good. I liked it a lot. I'll probably rewatch it, honestly, because it was so good. But yeah, just you kind of forget that something is happening because you were hmm. off doing something else for so long, and then it kind of cuts back to someone. You're like, oh, yeah, they were out driving around doing that thing. Like, okay, okay. I guess I remember later, that, yeah. And the last episode is two and a half hours long. It was, like, exhausting. I was emotionally wow. drained. From, and I think anybody listening right now that's watched the last episode in the fourth season like it's emotionally draining like i was just i was like tired like, got to punch you like <laughs> yeah. seven times throughout the over course and over and over again you put a moby song in there it's just a whole <laughs> ass thing
0: i love moby i know but it's so sad was it the one with um the awesome music video with you know the old guy
1: no it was that one song um <clears throat> when it's cold i like to die um, it's from that album, Everything is Wrong, and he's just okay. like underwater, like clutching himself oh, at the, on right, the cover. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> Poor movie. Anyway, that was what I did. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm reading a lot, writing a lot, doing a lot of um, podcasting
0: stuff, uh, TikTok stuff. Yeah, it's going good. What about good, you? Good, man. Good. Um, well, I didn't have too much time to read too much, but I have a really good excuse. Uh, and my excuse is working on the Book Reviews Kill website. Ooh. which should be coming out pretty soon here. I've been building that bad boy. Keep your eyes out for that. That's been, uh, that's been a good little project that I've poured some hours into this last week. And you know what always comes with a website, or at least what, what will be coming with our website? What's that?
1: Merchandise. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and who's
0: designing most of it? Heavy Chad. I'm really excited to roll that out too. me too. I remember when, us talking when we first started this podcast back in December, we we're like, well, we really want merch because it would just be awesome to have a t-shirt, but we really didn't want to come off like greasy, or, like doing something for the sake of money. We're doing this because we love books, but now it's like, how many emails do I need to get asking for a t-shirt before I'm like, okay, we're not greasy yeah, we anymore. Make you know, shirts shirt. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And some bookends. And uh, I've been talking with a, uh, with a company. That makes my favorite way of keeping track of your place in the book. And you we know, maybe, maybe got some things in the work. And so uh, it's going to be pretty cool finished. Uh, as we mentioned earlier, I finished the Hod King, which is awesome. I'm really excited to dig into that one with you. Cause Oh my
1: God. It is. Don't tell me anything about the end.
0: Okay. Days. I won't. But <laughs> it is so wonderful. I love the book so much. I don't know if they're getting better or if they're staying just top notch, but every book in that series is marvelous. And I love it so, so much.
1: It's like quickly going into like, if not top five, at least top ten territory. It's in my top five for yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's 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 nudging its way in there. Yeah. We'll see how the last book is. Man, hopefully it's not like, because it it just came out really recently too. So i haven't seen a whole lot about it like hopefully it's not a disaster but
0: i don't think it's gonna be i really don't (laughs) i don't think so either and then also i've been working my way through crooked kingdom but you know just haven't had the next how long is the
1: Hog king it's like 560 pages or something yeah
0: i feel pretty good just have killed that in the last week so yeah no that's that's quite an
1: accomplishment dude. even reading like a 250 page book in a week is i know
0: everybody's so busy I know, but we set the bar so high for ourselves. I feel bad if I don't kill like two, three books a week, you know, but still working on the uh, Crooked Kingdom, almost done with it. And it's very good. It's good. I don't like it as much as the first one, but still very, very good. In addition to that, I've been reading or I've been watching some Obi-Wan Kenobi. And you know how a couple of weeks ago you asked me if it had that Star Wars juice, like that feel, you know? Yeah. It didn't until the oh. third episode and, and i won't say what happens in the third episode but it comes like double swinging in with the star wars juice and all of a sudden i'm like yes like it just it got me it got me good so you know a couple of weeks ago we had a debate as to dumbledore versus uh darth vader
1: yes i remember being right about that yeah
0: no i remember <laughs> i remember arguing very very good and just putting you in your plan no. man after seeing this though you think of star you think of darth vader fighting and you think of him as i argued in our debate i think choking people and throwing boxes around because that was kind of the limitations of the graphic i mean if you want to reduce it down, no, we're not we're ahead. not opening it what I mean, do no, you mean know, it's okay and yeah, okay. what we saw him doing on yeah. the silver screen was very right. underwhelming sure. now however we have the ability to do awesome computer graphics and let me tell you he is catching ships flying out of the port and slamming like full-grown starships flying away from him get caught in his force net smashed into the ground he's ripping into the side of it like freaking juggernaut just like oh it's very cool
1: obi-wan kenobi
0: is no no uh darth vader oh is. vader is oh yeah Vader's he's in really it? oh yeah oh, in a oh, big oh way. god
1: damn uh, i need to watch that's uh, okay. very
0: cool and there's some fights between him and obi that are very awesome so damn oh yeah. man it's really cool it's still James Earl Jones right I wondered that I didn't look it up but the voice sounds very much the same but I mean is that guy still alive huh? yeah I'm pretty <laughs> sure he is wait okay is he
1: I don't know yeah he's still alive he's 91 okay. wow whoa dude some of these articles it's like you look something up and it it asks the question like right when the article starts but then there's just like oh my god it's like these like interns trying to fill out so much space on this yeah. website and it's okay thank you yeah it's james it's james earl jones cool okay wow it took me it took like nine paragraphs to get down to that answer <laughs> oh my
0: god uh, dude that happens to me with youtube videos all the time like ask one question and then eight minutes into the video i'm like oh my gosh why have we not answered the <laughs> one thing that this video is about This so is frustrating. That,
1: uh, this like i think it was a tiktok um there's this guy and he said here's my deep dive into uh the princess bride Uh, A cult classic from the 1980s, and then he, then he's like, "Let's start at the beginning, 1885, the birth of cinema." and that's like that's like what every like i watch a lot of video game youtube stuff and it'll be like here's a retrospective on banjo kazooie let's start at the beginning in 1988 yeah, the nintendo entertainment <laughs> system yeah and it's just like wait this has nothing to do with anything you're like, just patting this out kazooie. we yeah.
0: know what you're doing it's 2022 because yeah, like, they have to get to eight or two i think Uh, youtube just reduced their 10 minute um down to eight minutes because you have to get up to a certain video length in order to have not one but two ads and once you're monetized you get paid per ad right and so it's beneficial to have a video that's over that length so you can have two of those press five as opposed to just one
1: while we're on the subject of it just while we're ranting about it um i do watch a lot of video game content on youtube uh, because it is i mean that's the that's the spot to go for it. Um, yeah. there's some, there are some really good creators out there that do video game content, but man, sometimes it's like, they'll have just like the most clickbaity, like all caps, like, oh god! Breath of the Wild, new trailer announced or something. Right. And then you're like, whoa, whoa, oh my God. Like, and then you click on and they're just like, okay, okay, okay. So they didn't, it's just a rumor, but <laughs> well, wouldn't it be cool if in the next Breath of the Wild, they did all this cool stuff? And it's just like, dude, that's not what the video was at all. That's not anything. Like somebody tweeted once, like some tweet that got like two retweets said Breath of the Wild release
0: trailer. Right. It's like his other account. It's like you made that rumor. You started yeah, that. I know. Anyway, yeah, I, I don't So want to, I watch on that, <laughs> no, no, on that like, exact same note. Annoyed. I watch a lot of science videos. And all of them they're incredible. You know, it's like the best way to stay up to speed with like what's going on in the scientific community. There's a couple specific creators that I really like doing really good job keeping you what's up with like warp drive engines and what's going on inside elon musk's brain and almost every one of them begins with um what they discovered on mars will shock you and the picture (laughs) is like mars (laughs) with like and uh, like a like a a spiraled open hole in the side of it you know the size of like a moon with like a spaceship (laughs) flying in you're like holy shit like there's like alien like and then there that's nothing yeah (laughs) i think it's not about that at all and I mean, uh you know
1: but you but who's the bigger fool
0: the fool that i know, posts the, you know i always like, think that like you're the one that clicked on it yeah you know? and it's funny because it's always like really good videos too like i always believe. stay and watch them like they took a lot of effort into them it's just the thumbnails is ridiculous it shows half the planet blowing up <laughs> it's ridiculous
1: speaking of uh science <laughs> uh did you see the james webb space telescope new pictures
0: yeah i did wow super cool oh
1: man those are beautiful
0: i've been geeking out about james webb for a minute now oh
1: my god it's so if you look at the um like the deep field that they took compared Mm -hmm. to the deep field that hubble took and the hubble deep field was already amazing i would stare at that picture for so long and it's just every single little dot in that picture is a galaxy uh-huh. and it's so and cool And you
0: sent me that video right of the oh, ones yeah. that Drama turned up galaxy on the dot, thing. And the dot. Yeah. oh
1: my gosh just but then the, the james webb deep field they they went so far back that the light is curving <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, it's it's like the um it's like we used a telescope to look through another telescope that's like naturally occurring yeah like, it's so well wild to think about like it's just i was looking at that for so long and then not only did we get that deep field picture but we got all of the other, like you know all the other nebulas and mm-hmm. they're in such crisp amazing detail so and obviously incredible it's, like
0: incredible um pixelate. like it's so clean well and obviously it's like infrared
1: right so it's Tech, it's quote unquote doctored but it's not doctored like it's not like a photoshop
0: like they just right, they're not adding in. to it they're just putting you know, they're just letting you see into a spectrum that our your eye normally cannot see like,
1: yeah all that stuff is there but it's not what right. it would look like if you were if you walked out of a space station
0: then right you know, but like
1: komodo dragons see
0: it like that or whatever
1: or the, uh, the the mantis shrimp. I think yeah, the mantis yeah. shrimp, dude. That's a, what a <laughs> you got so excited awesome about the mantis I shrimp. I love the mantis shrimp, dude.
0: <laughs> I've geeked out on him, her, it so many times. I just uh, mantis shrimp.
1: All right, so we've gone over some sciencey facts, Chad. How about a fictional fact? Ooh, I've got
0: one for you. So the Tolkien Estate sued Dungeons and Dragons for using the words dragon, dwarf, elf. Ent, goblin, hobbit, orc, Balrog, and (laughs) worg. As a result, (laughs) all but hobbit and and Balrog were ruled as public domain, which is fair.
1: (laughs) So, like after that, they told the estate, "Like, all right, no, you can't have dwarf. You can't have dragon, elk. Like Like,
0: dragon, dragon. Come on, they predate Tolkien. Like all those words were around before Tolkien." by quite a bit yeah like the 17th century like dragon hunter was a career like (laughs) if i mean i guess i guess it's worth a shot yeah i mean i guess so you
1: know like if you got the money you got the lawyers i mean i guess try i don't know i don't know i don't really have much commentary for that other than like uh, that's kind of petty that's
0: very petty and i think the tolkien estate needs to just chill out a little bit like we all love tolkien and everything that he did but i bet you he if he was alive he'd be like all right guys oh he would have hated all of this he would have hated all of it like he was a philologist or whatever and he loves words and he probably wouldn't have wanted to have them all be in his own book of like only i can use these words
1: There was that interview with christopher tolkien he was on a podcast or something and they asked him like what do you think your dad would think about these peter jackson movies and christopher tolkien i'm very much paraphrasing here um was basically just like i don't think he would have liked any movies based on like just movies in general
0: you know, mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> like, I don't think he would have liked his, mo- his these books being put into movies. I don't think he really wanted to ever watch them. And it, it gives me pause sometimes when people are really ready to criticize like really small things in some of these adaptations and stuff, because it's like, yeah, but I mean, he probably would have had a problem with all of this. Right. So it's kind of a right. wash, you know? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like this. That's where we're drawing the line. No. Right. Like, I mean, so like, where were you when Burger King was putting out like Hobbit? related like Happy Meals and stuff you know? right the like, they're turning, yeah they're like what do, what do you think Tolkien would have thought about like the Lego Hobbit video games like I I mean it's just <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of a funny thing to like it's a, it's a weird hill to die on like Tolkien would be rolling in his grave if he saw this and this and this and it's like well I mean he's already been spinning for the last 50
0: years right like I
1: mean <laughs> like <laughs> so. I don't think this is
0: going to be the thing that really right. threw him into a tizzy at this point I like your good on you for trying you know it's because uh, you never know what you're going to like the University of Ohio just a couple months ago was able to copyright the word the like they literally they own. What? Yeah, it's so dumb. And I stay on top of these things because I don't want to get, you know, T-shirt designs because I do a lot of um, graphic design work and I don't want any words. You don't want to get dinged. Yeah, I don't want to get dinged, especially on some of these sites, you know, like a couple of the accounts, especially like Amazon, you know, if you get dinged too many times, they'll just close down your entire account. Well, that could be an entire, you know, there's multiple people. That's all they do for a living. They get that account closed. It's like, man, it's just like getting fired from your job, you know, and they've not only trademarked the, but it's in specifically in reference to a t-shirt. So it's like so dumb because they're the university. It's like their tagline, the university, but it's not the university. They have copyrighted the word the so dumb, Uh, but I haven't had any shirts get, uh, you know, dinged yet because the word the is on them. But There's you never no know. way. But see the problem is is it's not a person controlling all those things. It's an algorithm that looks over the USTP trademark database when you upload things. So it's like it could come to a point where it goes oh yeah and then starts you know, dinging you because you have the word the on a t-shirt. They didn't copyright the word university? No. <laughs> just the. Word the. <laughs> That's weird. I mean maybe they tried on that but I know it was just the that they copyrighted. So I did a little bit
1: of digging here and it looks like Wizards of the Coast changed Hobbit, Ent, and Balrog to Halfling, Treeant, and Pit Fiend, respectively.
0: Mm, or not Pit, Pit not Pitfiend,
1: Pit uh Baylor Not, uh, not Pitfiend. Baylor. Um, I like and I I pronounce it Baylor If it kinda of makes sense though too just to if that was like the president or whatever of Wizards of the Coast, I'd just be like, you know what, we're just going to change it ourselves just so we right. don't run into this again. Because obviously the Tolkien estate just loves suing people.
0: Right. And like <laughs> Halfling almost makes more sense. I like that. Uh, the only one that I'd be kind of sad about is Ent, which obviously they were, so because they added in Tree Ent, like there's any other sort of Ent. Maybe there's Water Ents or I don't know. But yeah, but like Balrog, I definitely think that's specific to Lord of the Rings. I've never heard of another Balrog or anything.
1: I'm looking on a Reddit thread about this. <laughs> so, Someone said Pit Fiend, and then they had to edit it because they were wrong. Because somebody commented and said, Pit Fiend, I thought they renamed it a type 6 demon in the monstrous compendium before removing all things demonic in 3rd edition. Whenceforth, it became the Balor.
0: <laughs> Is it bad that I fully followed that dude <laughs> i'm a 3.5 man myself though for all the nerds out there listening. i
1: love internet nerds so much just oh, don't man. ever change everybody like you're all amazing i think i'm out anything evan you got anything else uh, any more juice up in that
0: beautiful cranium of yours
1: uh no i think that's gonna wrap it up for us today here on book reviews kill on the monday morning minute everybody thank you so much for joining us here today hope you have an awesome rest of your week and of course a great rest of your day and happy reading bye everybody